Alright, you ready, ready to go? Yep. Alright, welcome to Creativity, the podcast where art and engineering collide. I'm Jeremy Cook, your host for this podcast, and today we have a special guest named Ezra Spencer from The Mixed Signal. Ezra makes all kinds of crazy stuff with Arduino and the MIDI protocol, which is a musical-based protocol. Basically, he'll pop in some sort of uh, signal from a keyboard or whatever else, and then it'll actuate some crazy device, some sort of robotic, some sort of robotic sound machine. Um, you know, it's basically what we'll do. We'll talk about Ezra's inventions to begin with, kind of a little bit about him. And then after that, after we have a little coffee break, then we will go over how you can do it yourself. So, uh, Ezra, how, how are you doing today or tonight? I should say. I'm doing great, Jeremy. Uh, really glad to be on here and, uh, and talking to you. Um, you know, one of the, uh, the big things I like about this hobby and, and uh, just in general is reaching out to people and, and getting to meet new creators. So thanks for having me on. Yeah, well, my, my pleasure. Um, I guess, uh, I guess what, do you, what do you do for a job, I guess? You're an electrical engineer, right? Yeah, yeah. So my, my day job is uh, I'm an electrical engineer. I do a lot of work with, uh, with PCB design, um, a little bit of, uh, of programming, a little bit of scripting. Um, Kind of a jack of all trades, really. I, I work at a small company, and that that kind of forces you to be sort of a utility player. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's kind of a cool gig. It it gets me exposure to all sorts of different uh, different things during the day, and uh, uh, things that kind of spill over into my hobbies. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, uh, how big of a company do you work for? Can you tell us who it is, or would you like to keep that private? Uh, it's 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 no one you've heard of. Um, s small company. Uh, we've got. Um, somewhere around 10 employees. Oh, um, okay. That's awesome. It's, um, it's kind of a nice thing. I mean, it's a good and a bad thing when you work for a small company, like you said, you can, you can do a little bit of everything, but at the same time, I guess you're responsible. You're very responsible for certain things too. I would, I would imagine. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, when you, when you have a team that small, you end up doing a lot of things that, um, you know, get allocated to other departments or, or that sort of thing. And, uh, and, and now it's up to you to do because there's, you know, only so many people there. And, um, some of those are fun. Some of those are, are just, uh, things that you have to do during the day, but, uh, you know, in general it pushes you, you know, you, you have to learn new things, you know, regardless of, of how you do it. So, you yeah, know, small yeah, companies. <laughs> absolutely. So I guess, um, I, so that's your job. And then what's your, what's your musical background exactly? Yeah, so uh, in terms of musical background, um, I've been a, an off-and-on guitar player for um, about the last 10 years or so. Uh, started off, um, you know, kind of in high school, just, just kind of playing around a little bit. And, um, you know, as, as you kind of learn things, and, and you know, this, this goes kind of beyond musicianship or, or anything, but as you kind of learn things, sometimes you get, you get bogged down and, and um, you don't feel motivated, that sort of thing. And... Uh, I felt that way at times with the guitar, um, which is, uh, I, I think, where, uh, where kind of this hobby has come in. And, and we'll get into that in maybe more detail later. But, um, yeah, my background's in guitar playing, and, and that was, you know, kind of a, a one-trick pony on that instrument for a while. And then, uh, you know, started, started doing other things, basically. Sure, sure. So just uh, electric guitar, or you play ukulele or uh, bass guitar or anything like that, or just strictly? Uh, not much. I, I have a ukulele. I, I've, you know, kind of plinked around on that a little bit. Um, yeah, I haven't, haven't really done much with bass or, or anything like that. Um, but yeah, uh, pretty much guitar. And then um, as, as recently, uh, keyboard. Okay. Um, and that's, that's sort of tied in with, uh, with the, the MIDI hobby, uh, if you will. Yeah, okay. So, so how did you, um, how did you get into, I guess, how'd you get into Arduino, first of all? 
Is that? Yeah. Um, so I was, I was exposed to that um, probably around, uh, you know, early, early years of college or so. Uh, and it was, you know, just kind of, I mean, it is a great learning tool. I mean, it's, it's the sort of thing that if you have no experience uh, doing anything with microcontrollers or programming, um, I find it's very accessible uh, to, to kind of start getting your hands dirty. Um, and so, yeah, I, I got started, uh, you know, playing around with Arduinos, uh, you know, yeah, probably, probably early years of college. And then uh, um, it's been, it's cool because you can, um, you're, you're not just sort of relegated to, to a realm of kind of beginner things or uh, relegated to a certain realm of projects with the Arduino. Uh, there's there's sort of a lot of uh, a lot of ways you can kind of get in deeper or or explore different avenues and and um, that's really one of the cool things about it is it it, it leaves a lot of things accessible to you um, even if you've had no experience before with say MIDI or uh, you know serial protocols or or anything like that um, and and it really leaves those things exposed to you uh, so that you don't have to go and and do a lot of the low level stuff of of you know, having to write your own drivers and that sort of thing. There's there's a lot of great libraries out there and, and people who've, who've done work on it. And so I find that it's, um, I, I like to like to consider myself as a jack of all trades and it's a great platform for that because there's so many people doing so many different things with it. You can just, you know, there's there's a whole wealth of knowledge you can kind of pull from and uh, you don't have to be an expert to, to really get started in. Yeah, I would I would entirely agree with that. I mean, it's, it's kind of a, um... Maybe it's not easy for somebody at first, but you know, for me, it's like you can blink an LED. It's 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 trivial at this point, and you know, it's I imagine as a tour beginner, it's easy to jump in. But then there's still so much I'm I'm learning. I mean, every day I learn something new, and like, when am I gonna, when am I gonna know, when am I gonna be competent at this? And arguably, I could say I am, but you know, compared to some people, I'm, you know, nowhere nowhere near that. You know, so. Um, same, same. By the way, and that goes for music. That goes for for uh, you know microcontrollers, engineering in general. There's there's always someone who's going to be, um, you know, really really more in depth on on any particular subject, and and uh, it's it's good to try to draw from that knowledge when you can. Yeah, yeah. Well, but I mean, it's cool that you can you can jump into it as a beginner. I mean, you know, I, I guess I think of like maybe an analogy to soccer or something. I mean, anybody can, you know, if you can kick a ball, you can play soccer. But you know, you're not. Um, whoever the soccer star is of today. I don't even, I don't even know, but Neymar. <laughs> yeah. But, um, sure. Yeah. But I, I guess, I guess that led you into to the MIDI protocol and you could you, basically morphing those two. Correct. Is that, I guess, which came first, the Arduino or the MIDI knowledge? Um, I guess sort of Arduino, you know, I, I had done kind of a few smaller projects with it um, without really um, without really kind of getting into it. You know, I I, I did a um, shoot. This was this was a while back. I, I did um, sort of one of those synchronized um, Christmas lights uh, with with Arduino, um, and you know, kind of hard programmed a few songs that it would actually work with, uh, and that was kind of fun. But but I never really took it beyond that. And and at the time, I, I kind of saw it as as sort of a you know. It was, beginner platform and you know you can't do much with it and, and that sort of thing you know all the uh, all the sort of typical knocks maybe that that people give it for uh, frankly in my opinion not not great reasons um, but it but it it didn't interest me I didn't, I didn't see you know kind of all, 
all the other applications for it. You know, all the all the other ways that that it can sort of shortcut your ability to prototype something. You know, so, you want to make a robot, go go for it. Yeah. So when you say that with the Christmas lights, do you mean you actually programmed the lights with MIDI over Arduino, or just uh, the Arduino by itself? Uh, no, this is just the Arduino by itself. Uh, okay. Yeah, sort of, sort of hard, pro hard programmed. Uh, just, just a few uh, like joy to the world, you know, type type things, and and you sure, know, made made sure. different lights turn on. Um, nothing, uh, nothing too extravagant, I think. And that that was, yeah, that was kind of my first experience with it, and you know, kind of shied away from it. And my career took me kind of other places, and and um, yeah, anyway. Sure. Um, well, well, before. Before we get into some of the crazy stuff that you've done with it, what what exactly is MIDI? I I know that stands for what, musical instrument device, instrument or something. Interface. Interface. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so music, musical instrument, uh, digital interface, and it's um, it's it's essentially a protocol for uh, for for connecting different devices. Um, it it started off uh, you know early '80s. You know the the advent of the microprocessor in the in the 70s really kind of changed the game and in a lot of fields. But uh, in music, uh, some of the some of the synthesizer companies were really really kind of uh, they they saw the the ability to connect with each other. Uh, you know, and, and so you had Roland and um, uh, Korg and and a few other synthesizer companies. Uh, that that really saw a benefit and uh, in, in sort of being able to connect and then have a standard protocol for interfacing. Um, so they got on the ball relatively early. You know, early '80s, um, they were starting to starting to pump out synthesizers that had uh, microprocessors in them, and uh, and so they came up with this protocol, um, MIDI. That um, it, it was uh, it's it's been extremely versatile, right? There's it's one of those things that that's kind of survived for 40 years or so here. Uh, uh, before even you know having to go to uh, MIDI 2.0, which is coming up, you know, in the next few years, but um, it's um, yeah, it, it's sort of a versatile protocol. Okay, and I guess it it only made sense that Arduino would would take that and be able to use use it. I mean, it's basically there's I imagine there's a library or something you can load up, and it just takes care of that for you. Is that is that accurate? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and there's there's a few different ways to go, uh, and and I had to kind of look into all this when I first got started in this uh, a little over a year ago. Um, well, well, you, you can go. Oh, go ahead. I, yeah. I guess before we get into that too too much, I mean, let's. Why don't we talk about some of the stuff that you've made with it before we, um, you know, let our listeners know that it's worth uh, getting into before we, you know, really get sure. into nuts and bolts. If that sounds if that sounds good. Yeah. So this thing right here, uh, it's probably tough to get kind of fully in camera. So, uh, so yeah, you this, have, you've brought actually one of yeah. your instruments with you. This is a, what, a, a slide whistle, is that right? Right, yeah, this is a slide whistle. It's, a, um, it's, a, it's an Arduino-controlled slide whistle. Um, yeah, and, and for, those, for those listening, we should probably be narrating what's going on here. Um, it's it's uh, essentially a long PVC pipe, uh, and connected to one end is a fan that blows into it. Uh, and on the other end, I have uh, I have an uh, an Arduino basically that's controlling a stepper motor, and um, there's a, a rack and pinion system uh, used to sort of drive a piston in and out. Okay, so in other words, you've got a a pinion gear that that makes a rack with with basically like an unrolled gear, right? That pushes something in and out. Basically, takes a rotary actuator and turns it into a linear linear actuator. Is that is that accurate? That's that's absolutely right. Yeah, you have a motor that that spins round and round, and and that controls. Uh, it's a good way to put it. It's an unrolled gear, basically, that that moves the system kind of left and right. 
uh, to change nodes. Okay. And then that, basically your Arduino, you're getting, it's getting a MIDI signal of some sort, takes the, the rack and pushes it in or out to, to actuate the notes. Is that, is that correct? That's right, yeah. Yeah, so the, um, what, I'm, what I'm doing is actually using my computer to, to send over signals to the uh, Arduino Due uh, in this case. Uh, the Arduino Due is uh, sort of converting those MIDI messages into a, um, into a position on the stepper motor. So stepper motors, for, for those who don't know, they're, um, they're motors that you, you sort of give them a, a number of steps and they'll, they'll faithfully execute that number of steps and, and kind of go to a certain position. Um, and so the, the Arduino basically says, all right, give me a message, okay. I'm going to convert that to a number of steps, and we're going to move the slide uh, that far. Okay, so so basically, you, I guess you would give that a signal from a, uh, a keyboard or maybe a digital audio workstation. Is that is that correct? That's right. Uh, both in this case, yeah. So I've actually got it hooked up right now uh, into a, a digital audio workstation, uh, and so the output of that state that that DAW uh, digital audio workstation is the um, is the Arduino Due. And the input into that system is uh, this little guy. Oh, okay. um, so, so this is a. So that you, what you're holding up is a keyboard. So what what you do is you program in the notes with the keyboard, and then it saves it on the computer, and then a computer pumps it into the Arduino Due. Is that correct? Yeah, but it's it's kind of a, a constant sort of steady flow. Uh, I, I have it configured right now to basically be passed through. So my, the the computer's not really doing much except kind of connecting the two devices. Okay. Um, but you could, can. Could you, could you uh, hook up but, the keyboard directly to the Arduino or or not? Or does the computer have to be have to be? In yeah, the way I have it configured right now, no. Um, you definitely can, uh, okay. especially if you have. Um, yeah, yeah. So so there are ways to do that if if you want to go directly into the Arduino. Um, I like using a, a digital audio workstation because I can also do pre-recorded tracks uh, and, and have those play. Um, and I've, I, in fact, I probably could have set up another instrument here, but you can have one instrument playing on one track and then be, you know, kind of improvising on another if, if you really want to. Oh, that'd be, that'd um, be sweet. Um, yeah. So um, that, soon. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so basically all this, you, you, the, the note comes in from the keyboard and or the digital audio workstation, goes to the due, it pushes the slide in and out to basically change the, um, I guess the chamber's volume, is that, is that correct? So then the, the pitch goes up and down? So, yep, that's, that's all absolutely correct, yep. Okay, well, can you, can you play it for us? That sounds, sounds awesome. Sure, yeah, let me, uh, let me turn on the fan here. Okay, so, so basically you've got a fan pumping in here. Whoa. Is that is that coming in at all? Or? Yeah, oh yeah, I get I can definitely hear it. It's maybe a, I guess I should uh put like a, yeah you, you're quite quite loud actually. Yeah, we should we should maybe maybe turn that off. Whoa, that sounds crazy. All right, yeah, we'll uh, we'll shut it off for right now. We might, maybe um, we can maybe after the coffee break we can have a little more little more demo of that. But we wouldn't want want to hurt our um, listeners ears too much. Um, sure. It uh. But yeah, I mean, what you've got in there basically looks like a piece of, piece of PVC pipe with a plunger that goes in and out under Arduino control. Is that is that correct? Yeah, that's that's accurate. And it's, yep. instead of you, I guess, blowing into it, it's it's got a fan. I guess a, maybe a PC fan pumping into it. Uh, yeah. So this is actually um, this is actually a uh, it's it's a fan that you'd find maybe on like a 3D printer. I, I actually made a mod of my 3D printer that used one of these. It's it's called a centrifugal fan. Uh, centrifugal blower fan, okay. uh, and oh, it, okay. it forces forces kind of more air in than than like a, a typical PC fan might. Sure, 
Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I feel like the stuff you do is quite ingenious, the way you've, you've put stuff together. But at the same time, you know, this is, you know, that's actually a pretty simple device. That's, that's, that's interesting. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, the power of Arduino, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you know, you can, you can do a lot with kind of simple, readily available things. You know, this is, uh, I have a stepper motor that you'd find on a 3D printer. I have a fan here that you'd find on a 3D printer. Even the linear rod, or sorry, the, the, the rod that's here, it's actually a linear rail that you'd find on a 3D printer. Okay. Um, and they're all, you know, fairly well cost-reduced things that, you know, you get pretty much anywhere. And, and I, like, I like, you know, having designs that incorporate that. It's nothing, there's no rocket surgery here, right? Sure. So, so what, else, what else have you built? I know you had a, a tone wheel, correct? Can you describe, describe that? Yeah. So, um, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of these things just come from... Uh, you know, researching instruments and trying to figure out what's what's behind them. And and in the case of the tone wheel, I I found uh, so, so what a tone wheel is is it's uh, essentially a magnetic gear shaped thing, um, and the teeth of the gear move past a pickup. So if you think of maybe like an electric guitar, uh, you know, you have strings that basically vibrate past a guitar pickup, and that's a uh, essentially a, a a coil with a bunch of magnets in it that that can pick up changes to the, uh, the magnetic field. Um, so instead of a string vibrating, what you have is a gear basically that spins really fast and, and the teeth of the gear, uh, how quickly they move past that pickup determines the frequency that, that kind of gets played out of the system. Okay. Um, and then that's, and that's stepper control, correct? So basically you, basically the same thing, right? You, you pop in the music from your, your keyboard slash DAW or DAW, I guess you pronounce it. I, I don't even know, but yeah. 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 You pump it in. You pump in the signal to Arduino, and then it, it spins up this a stepper, however however fast it wants to go. Right? Is that? And then it creates a note. Right? Does that? That's right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So 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 you kind of determine you know how quickly you need to move the stepper in order to get the right you know RPMs basically, and and that's that's kind of what determines the note there. Yeah. Nice. And then you had another one. It was what a kalimba, I believe. Is that is that right? Where you? That's right. Yeah. You were uh, varying the uh, the length of the of the thing that you pluck, right? Is that I, th I think that's right. That's 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 absolutely right. Yeah. So uh, it's it's actually very similar in design to the slide whistle, except instead of a uh, instead of a slide going in and out, it's uh, it's the length of what's called a tine, uh, basically like a bicycle spoke. Uh, you know, if you want to think of having a bicycle spoke and plucking that, that that could be a tine if it's if it's only bound on one end. Right. Uh, so, so I guess I guess if you were to relate it to a, a guitar, it would be what was it the the bridge? I guess like the the thing that I guess goes over it and it vibrates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's 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 right. Yeah. So the uh, the the length of that it's it's determined by like a bridge piece, and okay. and if you if you change the length of the bridge, you change the the frequency of the note. Okay. Uh, so you, you change the note basically. Yeah. And you've done I guess you've done a couple other instruments like that. I mean other crazy inventions, probably something you never even put on YouTube or anything, right? I'm sure you've had all kinds of stuff that was, you know, half done at this point, I assume, if you're anything like that oh, at least. Oh, there's there's so much that's half done. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've got a guitar amp project, guitar pedals, and, and uh, you know, all sorts of other things that, that aren't even necessarily uh, MIDI related. Uh, and I've also got a few other kind of MIDI ideas that, that I want to get out there at some point here, too. Uh, drums, right? I've got I've got a bunch of instruments that that you know you can you can basically play uh, you know with a keyboard. Um, I play guitar and and you know gotta have some drums in here somewhere. 
Uh, so uh, that's that's kind of on the to-do list here too. Oh yeah, I, I feel like that's something that's it's something that's crossed my mind over and over too. So I don't know. I, I guess I guess what I'm kind of getting at is it seems like that you can make just about anything that you come up. I mean, maybe not anything, but I mean, you could make a MIDI controlled trombone if you wanted to, just with the right actuators and stuff, right? With yeah. Arduino actuators, the MIDI protocol, yada, yada, yada. I mean, you can do, I mean, the sky's the limit, I, I guess. Is that, is that right? Yeah, yeah I, I'd say so. Um, nice. There's, there's just so much, so much you can do with, with such a relatively simple, Kind of set of tools, really. You know, it's it's microcontrollers you can get anywhere. You know, relatively cheap 3D printer, and there's there's a lot you can do. Nice. Well, you know, now that we've uh, I guess hyped it up so much, why don't why don't we take a little coffee break? Or I guess it's uh, a little late for coffee these days. But um, you know, we'll take a coffee break and we'll come back and we'll talk about how, you know, you listening, you could do this fairly easily, I guess, or at least at least we'll get you started on it. Does that sound uh, sound good? Sounds good to me. All right. Well, we'll be back shortly. Hey, Jeremy Cook here, and hopefully you're enjoying your coffee break. As we do every show, I'd like to give a shout out to our top five at Patreons. That's Brian Moses, Pat Regan, Positive Waves, Old School DIY, that's at GFC62, and Stephen Booker. Thanks so much for supporting us. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash the creativity podcast we've got all kinds of different uh support levels and also if you want to talk about actual sponsorship like if you're a company or whatever else you can uh just email me at hi at jeremyscook.com or info at jeremyscook.com whatever whatever sounds better to you so hope you're having a good listen so far and we'll get you back to the show All right. Well, we're back. I've had, uh, I guess my water actually, you didn't even have anything to drink whatsoever. So I guess, I guess that's, that's right. fine. We, we just call it a coffee break as a bit of a, uh, you know, what do you call it? Liter literary device, I guess. Is that the. Right. Term? Right. I, I, I took a break so you could have coffee or everyone else could too. Yeah. You um, can have yeah. coffee, you know, if you're driving to work or you're, um, you know, doing whatever you do in the morning or at night, whenever you happen to listen to this, you, yeah, it's right. a coffee break. So, so take, anyway. take, take a good shot of espresso. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so getting back into things, I basically promise you that, you know, after, after we get, gave you a little bit of a reason why you want to, might want to use MIDI and Arduino, we'd get into some of the more details of the thing. Um, you know, looking at some of your videos, <clears throat> Ezra, I, I saw that your, your video was named, let's see, it said MIDI over USB, W the Arduino Due. And then easy in all caps. Is, is that is that accurate, or is that is that a bit of um, uh, what's the word? Exaggerate. Is that is that an accurate title? Is is it really is it really that easy? I I think it is. Um, it's um, and and maybe maybe there should be like an asterisk on that. It's it's easy if you've you've kind of done anything on Arduino before. How about that? So could you say um, it's, it's so easy a mechanical engineer can do it? Is that is that a I. I think so. Yeah, yeah. It depends on the mechanical engineer. No, um, it's uh, it's it's definitely something that that if you've done a little bit of programming, I, I think just about anyone can can kind of get into it. Okay. Yeah. That, my degree is in mechanical, so I you know do your little little self deprecation, I guess. Sure. Um, anyway, so so I guess if you wanted to go ahead and make an instrument, like say a simple drum pad or something like that, how would you, what would you start out with? What's like the um, first step? 
Yeah, so, so I, drum pads uh, a good example. Um, so, so you got to figure out if you're if you're dealing kind of with with input or output, if you will. Uh, you know, is is what you're making going to uh, control other sounds, or is it going to be controlled by something else? Um, and so, most most of the things I've made, uh, you know, they're they're instruments. They're they're things that uh, that are controlled by something else. Um, and so, you use kind of a, a certain um, well, you, you think about things a certain way if, if, if it's an input or an output, basically. Um, and in the case of like a drum pad, uh, you know, you, you, you probably are trying to feed that into like a digital audio workstation, you know, something that'll take, uh, you know, you, you pressing on a pad or, or hitting a pad with a drumstick and uh, throwing that into a computer uh, for, you to, for you to be able to, to do something with sonically, right? Uh, oh. you, you go, go ahead, yeah. So, so the so the Arduino could translate those those taps into inputs for the computer. Is that is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Um, I, and, I guess what I was thinking, maybe a drum pad isn't the right word, but let's just say I had a keyboard, and I wanted to press press one button, press one key down over and over, and then goes to the due, and then and and by the way, I, I had no idea how that was pronounced. I thought it was do or something. It's D U E Arduino do D U E, and I think I, I think. I think where you're, um, why you use this is it's because it's got a native USB port and then a programming port, right? So that's that's the uh, that's right. That's the cool thing about it. So just to get that out of the way, but you know, let's yeah, just, absolutely. Let's just say you wanted to go from uh, you press a key, goes to the due, and then it goes to uh, say an actuator that just hits a drum. Is that? I mean, that's that's got to be like that's the most that's very people. that's that's something I actually want to do here pretty soon. Um, yeah, yeah, you could, um, and and there's there's a whole bunch of you know you, you can get down to the level of the very specific set of keys that Roland designed for doing certain drum types, right? If I press this key, it's a tom, yada yada yada. There's you, you can get down into that level where where you're really trying to stick to the MIDI spec, or you know, I just want to hit a thing and make it make a sound. You know, you can do it kind of at, at either level. It's all completely in your control. Um, it's it, and so. Um, yeah, yeah, you, you kind of take a step back and figure out what, what you want to accomplish with it. And for me, I think a very simple thing to do would be, you know, any time I press middle C, I want to have like a drumstick hit a thing, right? I think that'd be kind of cool or, um, or some other key and then maybe a, a different drumstick hits like a, a hi-hat, right? Um, you, 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 can, you can definitely have that level of control uh, uh, just with the Arduino Due. Uh, and, and so the, yeah. Um, it's it's all it's all kind of there, you know. All all the tools are there to be able to do that. Okay, so so you would load on a, a certain library to that? Is that? What, what, yeah. What library would that would that be? Yeah. So so to do that uh, on the the Arduino Due in particular, uh, there's there's a, a a library called MIDI USB, uh, which which you can find on GitHub, um, and there's there's also links to it on the the Arduino site as well. Okay. Um, I assume there's a bunch of examples that would show you something similar, I, I, I guess, or at least something. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of great uh, kind of example code there. Uh, and, and it goes kind of both directions, right? There's, there's example code for if you want to try to get data into your, your, your digital audio workstation, or if you want to get data out of it. And you, you have either way, you can kind of go either way with that. Oh, awesome. So the, the, basically you could make like a switch, like say a couple arcade buttons, go through your due and then it would program in, it would act like a keyboard and you'd hear it on your, your, your headphones. Is that, is that right? Um, 
Yeah, yeah, and, and you can do it a few different ways. You can, you can do it all through the digital audio workstation, or you could even plug in, you know, using, using some of the timers and tone functions on the Douay. You can have the Douay itself producing the sound. Um, it's, it, there's a lot of freedom there. You know, if, if, if you want to essentially have the, the computer and your, your, your DAW, you know, doing everything, uh, you can do it that way, or you can put most of the functionality on onto uh, onto the Arduino or or whatever platform you choose. I like the Duet. Um, it's it's got a lot of uh, accessible uh, input and output pins, uh, I/O pins, uh, which is great if you're trying to do a whole lot of things with a whole lot of different instruments. Um, I've only got one plugged in right now, but I've had three instruments plugged into one system. Um, there's also other platforms that, that make this process uh, very, very straightforward. Uh, Teensy is another one. Um, I've got a, a Teensy 3.6 that I've got actually running um, uh, what I call an optical tone wheel or optical tone wheel organ. Uh, that one's actually running on the Teensy right now. Uh, I just wanted to kind of try it out. And it's, it's actually pretty, uh, pretty straightforward to get going, and they've got you know, great libraries on, on their site too. So, Oh yeah. Um, the team, the team is an amazing board. I mean, what the new one, what the 4.0 runs at 600 megahertz, right? Is that anyway, it's just the capabilities. I, it, it's, it's, it's something really great. Yeah. I think the, the 3.6 is like 180 megahertz. It's, I mean, these are like serious processors, right? They've got you know, Cortex M4s, I think for, for the three, uh, the three series. And it's, yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty serious. And you know, the, the art, Duet's got a pretty good processor on it too. You, know, you you can do a whole lot with it. There's a lot of resources there. If you wanted to make a, uh, if if you want to make a synth all in one on the Arduino Duet with eight different voices, I think that's that's feasible. Uh, you know, and, and there's there's a lot there's a lot you can do with the resources that are there. So so when we're talking about Arduino, I mean we're talking about that in the most I guess generic sense, not not in a bad way, but you know Arduino. I mean I assume you could do it with an ESP8266. I mean you could probably. Or maybe not. I, I don't know. Is that? I mean, probably anything you could do. Yeah, with, I guess. I'm a bit less less familiar with that platform. Um, if it's got, uh, if if it has sort of some accessibility of like native USB or, or um, I mean, even if even if not, even if it has a uh, sort of an intermediary, uh, if you will, uh, controller that that converts USB to, to to serial, there are ways to do that. Uh, so so a lot of, a lot of the um, um, platforms platforms or, or uh, you know, kind of beginner level platforms that have uh, native USB ports on them will support this MIDI over USB protocol and, and be really great to, to sort of interface with your PC. Okay. Um, it, yeah. it, I, I guess that brings up another thing. I mean, basically MIDI USB is the, is the um, library you want to use. But um, that's right. Yeah. That, that brings up a good point. I mean, there, I guess classic MIDI what is like a five, five pin connector, but uh, six or something. But no, no, yeah, you that, don't have to use that anymore. It literally just plugs in via USB, right? Right, um, and and it, it's kind of a use case thing, right? If you, if you're in a situation where you've got uh, if you've got an instrument with a five pin connector, well, you want to go from that five pin connector sometimes to another five pin connector, right? So uh, you can certainly do that with things like Shields, uh, SparkFun, for example, has got a, a, a pretty great uh, Arduino MIDI Shield that that has the connector and the uh, the opto isolator that you need. Um, part of, part of the uh, sort of standard MIDI spec is uh, you have to have an opto isolator. Um, and, and that's how kind of keeps. That's so the two yeah. two instruments don't shock each other. Basically, is that? Right? Yeah, it's, it's it's it helps avoid some of the crosstalk issues and and also helps avoid you from getting shocked if you've got yeah if you've got an instrument you know 30, 30 yards away and, and another one thirty yards away and 
you know, you, you could potentially have noise problems, but you could also have like a difference in grounds that that could be a huge problem for someone in the middle fussing with cables. Oh, sure. Um, well, I was thinking so, about uh, equipment, but I guess I guess you too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's it's it, just in general, it's it's uh, it, it provides there's 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 a little bit of a, an isolation in terms of safety, but but also in terms of uh, performance, really. Sure. Okay. Um, let me think. I, I guess I guess just thinking from my perspective now, being a bit of a uh, keyboard noob. I mean, my son's son's got a um, keyboard that we bought, and I'm pretty sure it has a MIDI out now. Now, if you want to do like a MIDI output, will it still play notes on it on the keyboard when it's outputting MIDI, or is it kind of like a, a phone jack where you plug it in and no longer it's it's playing over the speakers, or is that yeah? I, I, I think it, yeah, I think it depends on the, the device a little bit. Um, my uh, my piano will both uh, it'll it'll actually have its speaker active if you want to be kind of hearing it out the speaker uh, of of the the actual piano. So not 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 the little keyboard I've been playing with here, but um, It'll actually play out uh, whatever note you're playing, as well as send over the MIDI message. So uh, it, I think it depends a little bit on the instrument and, and how it's configured. Okay, but I mean, if you wanted to play play with MIDI over a keyboard over Arduino Due, I mean, you could probably find a, a cheapo keyboard on Amazon, and you'd pump the. I mean, it's it's not an expensive hobby to get into at at this point. No, I, no. I assume. Yeah, that and that's exactly what I did. This 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 little thing cost about twenty bucks. Uh, okay. You know, the the key, keyboard that I've been kind of using here. It's uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What, what yeah you were very, up, very easy. What you were holding up? What is by Akai or something? It looked like it had about twenty keys on it. That's right. It's it's an Akai. Uh, yeah, two octave keyboard. Uh, so yeah, twenty four keys, I guess. Okay. Uh, it's yeah, 25 maybe because there's a C there. Yeah. Oh yeah, anyway. well, it says, um, it says 25 on it actually. Oh, it, it, so, there you go. 25, 25 keys. I guess so, that's what oh, it yeah. was. Um, good, good detective work there. Yeah. Thank um, you. Well, that's what yeah. happens when you're facing the other side of the um, <laughs> of the camera, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, I guess on the other side of that, as far as did di. I guess it's pronounced DAW, Digital Audio Workstation Software. Is there like a DAW? I've heard it both ways, and I'm no I'm no expert here, by the way. Okay, I don't know. I there's so many things I mispronounced. You know, like you have tons of people's names, whatever, and they'll say, "Oh no, my name's actually actually one of our our guests over and over." I call him Pat Reagan, and he's he's like, "No, no, Jeremy, my name is Pat Reagan." All that being said, what is there like a free piece of DAW software you can use or? paid even i mean we don't have to be sure paid. yeah um i uh i so i use lmms which is uh it's free software um i think it's it's even multi-platform you, you can probably use it on linux as, as well as windows um it's uh it gets the job done you know i, I can i can connect to multiple instruments at once um it's it pretty much serves as a good midi pipeline uh I can import uh, MIDI files, right? So there's there's a standard MIDI file format if you want to, uh, you know, export your work or or you know make it something that you can play on a different computer. Okay. So it, it imports that, okay, and yeah, it's um so it's so it's not bad for for getting started with this. Okay, and it's, it's um, I guess I'm sure uh, you can... guess it's freeware, not freeware, open source, I guess. Yeah, I believe it's open source. It's it's it is free, uh, you know, as in as in gratis. Um, but I, I think it's I think it's also open source. Okay, so LMMX, and that stands for uh, let's let's make uh, L- massive extreme music. Is that uh, 
S at the end there. Uh, so we got got to think of a different acronym. Let's see. L M M S. L M M S. Let's make massive sequencers patterns. I love it. Massive sequencers, massive synthesizers. It's yeah. Oh, synth, yeah. That's probably does sound stand for synthesizer. What? What? Actually, what does it stand for? Yeah. I actually don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've never never learned uh, what that acronym actually means. Okay. And I and I use it all the time. Yeah, what does what does I2C stand for? Or uh, DIN? Uh, uh, that one I sort of know. Uh, yeah, I2C, it was it was uh, originally IIC, uh, and it was, it's like interface, interconnector, you know, it's it's integrated, I don't know. And so I don't really know, but I know the I2 is actually II. <laughs> okay, well, hey, that's, uh, that's good. I just... <laughs> before my time, before my time. <laughs> I, I always think it's funny how much we use these acronyms and it's it's like so many of them have almost transcended the state of an acronym. Now it's just, it just says it is what it is, I guess. Right. So, yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. So I guess, I guess that's where you go to get started. Um, now, what about you? What, what's, what's next for you? What are you, what are you working on currently? Uh, so currently work, I'm working on, um, well, I guess one of the other facets of my hobby, I, I like, I like stop motion. Uh, so I, I have a stop motion rig kind of set up on my, my 3d printer and I guess sort of the time-lapse that oh, it's a layer by layer. Stop you do some yeah. really great stuff on your channel, by the way, that, that's, that's some cool stuff. Oh, thanks. So, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, it's something I've always loved and, and it's something I like, I like making, right. It's one of those things you just, I wonder if I can do this and, Sure enough, it's you start going down that road, and it's like, okay, now I wonder if I can do this better. And um, it's it's one of those things that that I like kind of learning about and seeing seeing how people you know set their systems up and, and do it. And uh, it's also just it's fun, you know, it's it's fun to make, uh, fun to watch it, or at least I hope it's fun to watch. Um, but uh, yeah, so right now I'm actually working on a, on a complete stop motion video. Uh, uh, for uh, op amp basics, I, I, I started a series uh, about sort of the basics of op amps, um, and and started off with just kind of an introduction and, and sort of um, uh, some high level intuition about what an, what an operational amplifier is, um, and I'm going to be going kind of into more detail, uh, you know, talking about the specifics of, of ideal op amps, and and then getting into uh, in a later video into non idealities and, and applications and. Um, and, and the approach there is just to, um, you know, I, I had a tough time learning this subject in school, um, and I think part of it was was I had a, a tough time, kind of kind of visualizing a lot of these things. And and uh, in my view, what, what stop motion gives you is kind of the ability to make some of those visualizations. And and so I, I hope the video is useful. Uh, that's that's kind of what where I'm coming from. I hope I make something that's useful, but uh, it's, it's certainly fun to make regardless. And and. Uh, Hope it, hope it's fun to watch. Oh yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, is that going to be on your the mixed signal channel? I mean, it's that's a little. That's not really about music, I guess. It's a kind of a bit of a deviation. Yeah, it's, that. It, it kind of is. Yeah, and and, and I'm actually uh, you know kind of on the fence about going a few different ways with that. Like I I've got so I, I like doing all the music stuff. I like the stop motion stuff. It sometimes converges, sometimes doesn't. Uh, so. The, there may be a point where I actually just kind of split the channel in half and say this is all this is all stuff dedicated to the music side of things, and then this is all stuff uh, kind of more about teaching. You know, teaching people how to use MIDI, teaching people how to use you know Arduino, teaching people how to use op amps, that sort of thing. Um, uh, that's kind of where I'm at right now. That may change in you know a, a couple of weeks for all I know, but 
that's that's kind of where my head's at right now. Is I've got I'm being pulled a few different directions, and I may I may end up you know kind of making a new channel for for some of this stuff. No, you know I, but I, the, understand, I understand that it feels like you know with me and the stuff I do, it's I, I'm really all over the place as far as what I oh, yeah. build, and it's you know I feel yeah. like really the way to grow a YouTube channel is probably just to narrow down on one thing, and that would just that would just bore me. No, I just find that so boring. Yeah. But right. you know it is what it is. I feel like you have to kind of kind of choose choose whether you're doing it for your entertainment or you know, I don't know. That's a whole whole different can of worms, I guess. Yeah, it's it, it it it's it's tough, right? It's like it's it's a thing that I enjoy doing. Do you want to share it with more people? You know, that's that's one one potential way to to look at it. Or or do you want to just make what what you care to make, right? And 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 I. Kind of feel the same way as you. You know, one week I want to do one thing, one week I want to do another, and I, I kind of don't care. Uh, you know, well, I, I do care what, what what people think who who view the stuff. I hope it's at least useful or fun. But uh, at the same time, it's I want to do something. I'm going to do it, right? Um, and so I, I think I think you feel the same way. And it's it's. I mean, I personally enjoy it. I, I like your channel, and I like seeing all, oh, all the uh, the different projects you come up with, and 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 uh, you know. But I I completely get it if if you know, week to week, it's not something that, that people, uh, people are into, oh, yeah. uh, in terms of my channel. Well, no, I mean, as far as, as far as your channel, I mean, you know, the production quality is great. I, oh, do you do the, um, like the background, the intro music and stuff? Is that yours or did you get that? Yeah, I, I started off just doing all my own music, uh, and that became a, a bit burdensome. So I've started to use some of the, uh, uh, sort of the free tunes that, that are part of the, the YouTube library. Sure. They've got kind of a, like if you if if you hear the same tune over and over in, in YouTube videos, a lot of times it's like one of the like highly ranked ones from that standard YouTube library. Oh yeah, um, it, it uh, <laughs> yeah I get it, and I use them sometimes, but it's it does sometimes like oh okay I've heard that about ten times and you know yeah but totally but, but listen though you know I, I look at your channel and I think man you, you I it's got to blow up I mean you've got what three hundred something subscribers I mean. Everybody listening to this needs to check you out and subscribe because it's it's really good stuff, man. I I think um, yeah, I I think uh, where where can they find you actually since since we're well, bringing that up? Hey, I I really appreciate it. I um yeah, so you can find me on YouTube. The the channel's name is is the Mix Signal. Um, and really appreciate the shout out here and and just getting the opportunity to talk with you. Um, but you can find me on YouTube. Uh, the Mix Signal. Uh, I'm also on social media. Uh, my handle is usually this the signal mixed. So kind of switch those two words right. around. Um, but yeah, you can find me on Instagram or, or Twitter. Uh, I, I tend to check both uh, um, project updates or uh, uh, you know some of some of the the builds that I'm working on. I, I tend to uh, to kind of do some early release stuff on that or. Or hey, I've got a little tune I want to I want to knock out. I'll I'll sometimes just do that and, and share that on social media that maybe necessarily won't make it onto YouTube or, or whatnot. Right. No, I, I get that. So, but yeah, that's cool. Now it, it's it's just funny. It's one of those things I I look at. It, I'm like, hmm, why are people? <laughs> you know, sometimes I'll see these channels like, why are people watching my channel, not his channel? So uh, you know, it's but I mean, uh, watch them both, I guess. But you know, it is. Um, yeah, it's just interesting. So, well, well, for for those watching this who aren't subscribed to Jeremy's channel, check his channel out. He's it's 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 yeah, it's one of those things. I I um I could probably be better better about self promotion or whatnot, but you know, it just comes down to I, I think part of it is is that whole thing we were just talking about. I I tend to do a bunch of different random things that 
that maybe don't appeal to everyone at the same time. Uh, and so uh, I think part of it's just the algorithm. I think part of it's just uh, part of it's that I'm, I'm relatively new to this. You know, I, I've been doing this for for only about a year or so. Uh, so you know, it takes time to time to come up with things and make them and, and get people interested. But yeah. by all means, I really appreciate the shout outs. And, and oh, uh, well, yeah. my, my point, I, I really, really mean that. I mean, you know, it's, it's funny, though. It's like, okay, he's got like 300 subscribers, but this video has like, like 10,000 views. So something's, something's not quite, <laughs> but, but yeah, because people, people like it, I guess. So Oh yeah, and it's 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 funny what makes it through too. You know, it's uh, uh, the the MIDI over USB one. I made that video with with absolutely no intention of it really, you know, being seen much, right? I, I, it was going to be sort of a very specific. If you're looking to do one particular thing, then uh, maybe that'll be helpful. Uh, but somehow that ended up being my most popular video, and I I have no explanation for this. <laughs> yeah, um, well, I guess it, people I guess people are looking for it. I did a. Um, yeah did something about Raspberry Pi cooling, um, using a cooling fan on it. And that's, um, it's funny, it didn't do like, it did okay to begin with, but then like, I just noticed like the search traffic's like continuously, like, oh, that's, that's cool. So, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, funny, funny how that works, right? It's, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Well, you know, I guess um, I wanted to kind of, uh, kind of show you and everybody else. I, I'm actually working on something, I'll put out a video pretty soon on this, but this, uh, this um, podcast has actually been recorded with my new uh, sound de sound deadening uh, material that I made with wood. So I'll do a little. I guess I'll see if I can get the video over there. Uh, there we go. So I'll put I'll put a video on that eventually. But basically, what it is it's it's a bunch of uh, one by one wood that I cut up at ninety degrees. So it makes some sort of crazy like geometric pattern. Uh, looks like kind of like an old school video game or something like something off. Star Fox or something like that. Um, as far as how well it works, I mean, you know, you can see it looks looks pretty good, but um, as far as how well it works, I got to be honest, it doesn't work that well. So, you know, spoiler, uh, you know, if I say will it work, not not that well. So, but it it looks cool. So it's got that going for it. Now I guess um, you should, you should guess, put it in the background. You know, it's uh, well, yeah, it's. That's, it's it's, it looks awesome. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Yeah, maybe I, maybe I should. I've got, yeah, in the background, I've got a couple of whiteboards up that, you know, it's my top secret plans for different projects. And then I got a, let's see, got a picture of uh, Fort Jefferson off the coast of Florida, which uh, I believe it's U.S.'s, United States least visited uh, national park, from what I understand. And it's a hexagon. So, you know, shout out to a uh, former guest, Pocket83. I know he's a big fan of of that shape um yeah so yeah i guess at this point i feel like we've uh just about covered everything we wanted to and are rambling a little bit so yeah anything else you want to talk about or should we go ahead and close out the show no i, I think that's about it i really appreciate being on here okay yeah um, well, so, so thank you yeah appreciate you coming on um you know you could find find ezra at some some combination of the mixed signal or the signal mix and you know i'm on twitter at Jeremy S. Cook, or you can find me on my YouTube channel, Jeremy S. Cook, I guess, or or here on the um, Creativity Podcast. So we'll go ahead and close out the show, and then after, I guess after that's done, turn down your, you know, be prepared because Ezra's going to play a little little concert with his um, slide whistle, which may or may not blow up your speakers. So just be prepared, have the speakers ready to rip off your head or rip off, 
have the, have the headphones ready to come off your head or just turn it down or or i guess you could just you could just go to the next episode if you, if you really want to so thanks so much for listening this is jeremy s cook signing off all right so yeah we're still recording but we'll we'll cut it cut it like we wanted to so yeah so this is uh As Ezra Spencer in concert. So I don't know how much of a concert this is going to be. It's going to be kind of more me just playing random notes here on a undersized keyboard. Spitzer, everyone. Um, yeah, give, give him a hand at home. You know, maybe you'll maybe you'll hear him on um, Spotify or whatever, wherever. <laughs> oh, right. Hopefully, playing with a with a bigger and better keyboard here. Bigger and better um, keyboard. Was it uh, <laughs> a strange machine repeating beats and thumping bass for those of you that like Ben folds? So, all right, see ya. Mm -hmm. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to If you'd like to support the show, you can go to If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com/thecreativitypodcast.